So, are you DTFF? Once again, here is Drinking and Talking Fantasy Football with your hosts, Dustin Lunt and Jake Trowbridge. If you haven't figured it out yet, folks, you are with the Drinking and Talking Fantasy Football podcast. We have a wonderful episode. going to be a lot of fun talking what we're thankful for this evening. Jake, my co-host, how are you Hi. doing? I'm good, Dustin, because it's almost, it's almost too much turkey day, uh, as my grandma called it, probably. I actually don't know if she did, but it sounds like something that she would have called it, so I'm going to stick with it. Uh, too much turkey day is coming up and we get garbage football and that's fun. Uh, and if you're a fan of garbage football, then boy, do we have a game for you in the lions versus bears. Um, but even without that, I'd be doing well because we have a cornucopia of quality guests here today. Oh, Dustin, I see what you did there. I like that. We have Linda host of Locked on Pokes, co-host of Fantasy Besties, and the final word on kickers. Linda, how are you this evening? Well, I mean, I was kind of like, you know, mediocre at best for a Tuesday. I still have to go to work tomorrow. But uh, with the motherfucker that you just added to that, I'm feeling <laughs> mu- like immediate boost in mood. I'm feeling great. Oh, good. I didn't know if I could hit the key that you were most oh. deserving of. Uh, but hopefully, yeah. hopefully, I got yeah. there. Uh, do you have a drink in hand to also boost the mood tonight? Don't I always? What kind of it's truly flavor truly. are you rocking? Um, lemonade, the lemonades, whatever, the variety pack. The only ones that are not good are the regular lemonade in the variety pack. So I always save those for last. And then they all taste the same, so... That's a little <laughs> tip from me to you. Good freaking trick. Already getting us uh, more than we bargained for. So kudos on that. We also have with us Mike Fila, aka Daddy's Home, host of Hanging with Daddy on DLF, trash talk expert, sandwich analyst. Mike, how are you? I'm all right. Uh, so sandwich analyst, but trash talk expert. That's interesting. Uh, maybe reverse those, but whatever. So I, I'm so excited. Maybe you to step be, up your game, Mike, and then um, I won't have I'm, to downgrade I'm, you. I'm doing my best, but I will say I'm so excited to be here with Linda and Dustin. Jake and JL, you're here. Um, and so there's that. Um <laughs> But yeah, my Tuesday got better. Uh, you know, the, I get to hang out with Linda, which is always my favorite thing to do. So I'm just stoked. Oh, you freaking sweetie pie. Let's get away from that. <laughs> what are you drinking? That's too adorable um, for the show. Yeah, so I am drinking a Modelo. I'm not sure the vintage. I think it's like in October. And I have paired it with a lovely lime from the liquor store that from the texture, I believe, was probably on the counter since like May. Uh, as it doesn't really have any juice left, but it floats nicely and, and makes me look dainty. So that's what I got tonight. <laughs> With us, Mike's nemesis, Jay Garofalo is here, founder of Front Yard Fantasy, co-host of the various multitude of FYF game shows, each one more delightful than the last, and also theoretical love child of Regis Philbin and Tom from MySpace. I didn't even make it in, in Papa's top eight, so it's, it's been a very depressing week. But I am doing fantastic. I appreciate you all having me on again. It's the second time. I don't think Mike's been on two times. I'm just saying. Uh, actually, actually, I've been on three, JL, three. Well, um, you haven't so... been on two times. So <laughs> if it's a race uh, to two, I, I win. I, I was on twice in like a week before Jake even knew you existed. And Dustin was already <laughs> trashing you online. <laughs> you didn't even know the race started before you lost. If there's one thing we can, we can agree on, it's our mutual respect and love for Linda. All right, Mike, yes. let's find common ground. Look at this moment to cherish. Mm. We did it. We did Damn, it, you guys. Give me with JL. That motherfucker again. Motherfucker! <laughs> 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 JL, you got a beverage in hand this evening? I do. Um, this is a beer that is very dear to me because my neighbor gave it to me and. I have, this is the first time I've, I've drank it. I have no idea what it is. Uh, it kind of tastes like ass, but it's Lost Colony Hatteras Irish Red. It's a North Carolina beer for all you North Carolinians. And it kind of looks like Mick a little bit. If you guys can see yeah. that. 
Yeah, that's mm-hmm. uh, that is terrifying. That hair. No, mm-hmm. that's that, you can take it away from the screen. I, I don't need to see it that much more. <laughs> that was a little scary. I'll be honest. Uh, Dustin, we don't have quite that scary of a beverage, do we? What do we have on tap? No, we've got a nice local beer here to Wisconsin from Central Waters. Uh, this is their tequila barrel aged key lime brewers reserve. Uh, it's an ale with lime, sea salt, and aged in tequila barrels. And it is friggin' delicious. That's real good. We were talking before we came on. We wanted like a Thanksgiving beer. I don't know that this qualifies, but I think that key lime pie should be a Thanksgiving pie because the rest of the Thanksgiving pies are trash. So that's I right. think I if think you like pies, Thanksgiving, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, just and tequila starts with tea. Thanksgiving starts with tea. Absolutely. Boom. Damn. I should have just brought tequila next time. <laughs> it's, not, it's not too late. <laughs> it, it is too late. I cannot leave my house. <laughs> well, Dustin, do we, do you want to embarrass me at the top of the show here? Well, of course I, I it's one of my great delights in life. Um, since I don't get the opportunity very often, let's be honest. So yeah, we had our uh, beer, beer, beer bet payout here uh, from last week. So um, it, we went Austin Eckler versus Najee Harris in total PPR points. And well, that, that ended up close. Who won? Um, um, Eckler won it. Um, so I won by default. Uh, Eckler had 41 and a half points and Najee had a respectable, it was close, 16.9. So, yeah, I, I, I spanked you a little bit, Jake, uh, and it, it feels a little real bit. good, real good. I I'm still not have the handprint. It is uh, terrible, uh, and it was so terrible that I decided one shot wasn't going to be enough to pay this off. So I actually got my double guy here. So I'm doing this terrible kettle one peach and orange blossom because all of my good booze was spent this weekend uh, on on victory shots. Or touchdown shots, well, I touchdown should say, for the Packers. There was not no victory. victory shots for the Packers. So, Dustin, to get this fucking thing out of the way so we can get on with the rest of the show, cheers to you, you genius slash fantasy football prognosticating amazitude wonderful soul. I don't know. Take take those words and enjoy this. <laughs> enjoy I'm, I'm taking it all in. I'm, I'm holding it right here in my heart for the rest of the week. Ah, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's move on. Do we want to move on to something brighter, maybe? Drunk, 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 hammer, drunk, 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 trade of the week. Okay, I'm going to need full participation from the panel here on this one, because this is actually, it's kind of legitimate. Like a lot of the drunk trades we get in. They're insanely lopsided, mm-hmm. as I think most drunk trades tend to be, and that's fine. But this week's comes from at Hetty underscore football on Twitter. Uh, this is a 12-team PPR redraft. Here's the context. This was submitted a couple of weeks ago. At the time, I'm 8-1 and one with nobody at QB. Had been QB shuffling like the 85 Bears. A little throwback to all the 55 and older crowd who's listening intently to this podcast. Uh, they sent... A.J. Dillon and Ryan Tannehill, they received Tom Brady. This is one QB league. So let's go around the horn. What do you take away from this? Let's start with you, Linda. Fuck. I hate going first. <laughs> it should be noted that I am a terrible trader. I don't like it. It gives me severe anxiety. But I do think if you need a quarterback – Losing AJ Dillon, even considering Aaron Jones' injury, I, Tom Brady's playing lights out football. It's it's hard to get mad if Tom Brady's your quarterback, and if that's if that's what it took, then I'm not mad at that at all. JL, any uh, addendums here? So it was Tannehill and and Dillon for Brady, correct? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that gives like an, enough of an edge for me to to make it worth it. Uh, is the is the gap between Brady and Tannehill at the end of the season going to be large enough to to make up for the uh, the value of AJ Dillon, especially with Aaron Jones out? Like now would be the time you you held them all all year, presumably. Now's the time you would get to use them and, and trade them away. I, I don't think I'd be making this trade. Now this was unfortunate because this happened literally right before Aaron Jones went out with the injury, so it was just the worst possible timing on this. And he was basically trading a backup at that time. But now you see the quick turnaround result. 
Okay, that makes that makes a little bit more sense. I'm fine with it at the time. Now, former Tom Brady lover uh, slash maybe current. I don't know. Maybe maybe your thoughts are still with him. But uh, Mike, what do you think? Uh, I love Mac Jones. So uh, let's just get that out of the way in case he's watching. Um, Mac, I love you. <laughs> I love you the most. Not Tom Brady. Um, he doesn't matter anymore. I'm with you. But uh, you know who is not rosterable in one quarterback leagues? Ryan Tannehill. So uh, since you traded somebody who shouldn't even been on your roster, that's a good move. I always like that. Um, clears up some roster space for someone who maybe should be rostered. Uh, so then you traded AJ Dillon, who might be decent for one more week uh, for the greatest of all time. Uh, I mean, th- this is this is a wonderful trade. It is it is an amazing trade. And I don't know what JL's talking about, but it was bad advice. And what good advice is, is to make this trade every time and twice on Sunday. Uh, and to the person who made the bad trade, drop Ryan Tannehill for basically anybody else because he is not good at football. Dearness Johnson, mm-hmm. would you drop him for Dearness Johnson? Dearness Johnson has done a lot more for me this season than Ryan Tannehill has. Okay, Tommy Sammy Tremble. Watkins. No. Let's just no. keep naming as many players as possible. You said anyone. We're going to hold you accountable for your statements here. OJ so, Howard is about to break out, sir. He is a physical freak and a matchup nightmare. <laughs> so we have a, a little addendum to this trade. We received a follow up message from him that um, he traded away Brady for Kyler Murray straight up. Okay. Ooh. It gets interesting. I love it. Everybody love that? Or is, are no. we worried about that injury? Because Kyler yes. could not come back like maybe at all this year. Like I get it. I get the upside with Kyler Murray, but he's got like 48 people to pass to when he does come back. So his rushing upside, I felt like wasn't what it was last year anyway. And now he's injured and we don't every week is like, he looked, you know, he was out there. He stood on the field for a little bit. So we're working on it. And I can't, I'm not trading somebody that's healthy and playing lights out football for somebody who's not healthy and might play lights out football if they come back. But again, trading gives me anxiety. So Dustin, do you agree? Who would you have rather ended up with in all of this? I would have taken Brady. I, I mean, especially since this is a redraft league, it's like, I'm going to take the guy that's scoring points right now. Uh, Kyler's injured. Tom Brady's what the number two overall quarterback right now in PPR leagues. He's doing some damn things. Yeah. And that's even having his bye week in there. So, I mean, it's yeah. Why not take the quarterback? You know, you're here to score points. That's all you want to do at the end of the season. So take the points. You play to win the game. Uh, or if you're just here to have fun, then I guess you can do that too. And then whatever you did is the right decision in this trade. I think so, fair to say that you. he is a better drunk trader than sober trader. So next <laughs> time you're going to make a trade, get hammered, homie. <laughs> it's not normally uh, what I offer as advice, but in this case, you're spot on. So uh, I like it. Before we move on to the rest of the show, we want to take this opportunity to mention this week's sponsor, Poor Richard's Farm. They offer 100% grass-fed beef snack sticks. They use all-natural ingredients, no fillers, no artificial preservatives. You know this already because we talk about them all of the time. Why do we talk about them all of the time? Because they're delicious. That's why. Replace your Thanksgiving turkey with teriyaki maple beef sticks. That's what I'm saying to do. Head on over to poorrichardsfarm.com today. Enjoy free shipping when you purchase at least three packs of their delicious beef sticks. And believe me, three is not going to be enough. Go to poorrichardsfarm.com today. Let's let's talk about what we're thankful for here. So, to date... What is one fantasy thing, anything fantasy related, that you're thankful for right now? And Linda, you said you don't like to go first, so we'll yes. we'll bypass you this time around. Uh, Mike, hit us. Oh man, so I am thankful for my one home league roster. So I've been playing in the same league for 13 years, and uh, hasn't been going so well. I, I won once, which was great. 
But this year I'm rolling out Herbert, Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, Najee Harris, Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, and Travis Kelsey. And I'm smoking fools. Like when I tell you smoking fools, I mean the kid I was playing against this week was crying. Like crying because of how bad I beat him. It was 240 to 111. And it just wasn't even enough for me. Like I want to snatch souls. Um, so yeah, I mean that that's what I'm thankful for. Obviously, Jail's gonna talk about a sleeper that I knew about before him. Um, so I didn't want to steal his thunder. And I, I just want to talk about just how good I am at this sport. Um, but no, really what I'm thankful for, honestly, is is it's been a year in this space and uh, it's just gotten better as, as time has gone on. Uh, the people are amazing. We got to finally meet in Canton, uh, which was probably the highlight of, of the decade uh, at this point. So really, I, I'm just thankful to be able to do this over and over again with great people. I mean, there's there's no better thing than to come home on a crappy Tuesday of work and just hang out and talk football with your friends. So, so this right here is what I'm thankful for. Cheers. Oh, no. Amen. Amen you to that. Softy, you. I don't, love you. Don't make me follow that either. Go to jail yeah. next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lyndon, Lyndon knows, you wish. Knows, knows I'm going to disappoint. Bro, I'm a mom. You can't like talk like that while I'm like legit crying. That's not cool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's my bad. <laughs> All right, Jay, I'll take it away. All right. Let me take you back in time a little bit. It's July 9th. I'm on the clock for Scott Fishbowl 11. Scott Fishbowl 11. Debo is sitting there staring at me. Of course, I share concerns with my fellow fantasy football analysts out there. Debo gets hurt a lot. Maybe this injury is going to linger. Who knows? Should I draft him here? So I go to Game Pass, and I'm like, you know what? Let me watch every single Debo play that he's ever played in the NFL. See if he's the real deal. That it was that moment that I became a Debo stan. I made it official via Twitter. We got Twitter married, and I became a Debo <laughs> stan. I drafted Debo, and it ended up being one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. He has carried me. I'm in the top half of my Scott Fishbowl division. Yes, I framed it that way because that's any other way. You can definitely frame it to where it doesn't look so good, but I'm positive, and that's all that matters, and it's thanks to Debo. So thank you, Debo. I'm so thankful for you. It doesn't matter that you're two spots above 500. What matters is that yes. you are by technicality in the top half. And I Six I and fives, it's a winning record. Very respectable. Hey, it's a hell of a lot better than this guy is doing in Scott Fish. No, I, Dustin, I know you, I know you love what he was just talking about. I know I was at, that was actually going to be what I was thankful for is that my, my drinking buddy uh, from this off season is performing better than I even anticipated, but you know, being the good host, I am, I let you have that one. Um, <laughs> so now I got to come up with something else. So off the kind. Top of my head here. You absolutely stole my start of the week this week. So Fair is fair. Well, okay. well, I love when that happens. I guess. <laughs> Can I ask this question and relate it? I didn't read the show sheet. Yeah, Mike, if you would just do your minimal research before All you have to do is look at the show, show sheet. You don't even have to fill it out. Just look at it. <laughs> just I'm a cursory it. glance. Uh, I'm doing it now. Just, just buy, buy me some time. All right, let's talk about Debo Samuel for more. Let's vamp with Debo while Mike gets his shit together here. But really, I do want to know. I'm curious. Like, Let's talk dynasty because Scott Fishbowl, of course, he's been amazing this year. He's going to keep being amazing this year. Like next year, is he respectably, is he a top five wide receiver in fantasy right now? In dynasty? In dynasty. Do we feel no. that for him? No, he, he's he's in that eight to 15 grouping. Uh, top five is hard to crack in dynasty yeah. right now. Really yeah. hard to crack. Tyreek Hill, Dante Adams, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Like he's not. Yeah, he's not going to get in that group. Yes, yeah. CD Lamb, AJ I mean, Brown. He, yeah, yeah. You oh, got yeah. Th there's that next group. I would put him with like the Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore group, um, mm -hmm. Cooper Cup uh, guys that I think are are great plays, but have some question marks attached to them, be it age, performance, health. Let me whatever. ask you this. Would you rather have Debo or DeAndre Hopkins in, in, in Dynasty right now? Debo. Debo. Yeah, Debo. Yeah, it's recency bias. I know it is. I understand that it's recency bias because he hasn't been playing, but he's also old. Like, he's getting at the potential drop-off point. Isn't he 29? 
He's 28 D-hop? Yeah, just about to turn 29, I think, next week or something. Death sentence in uh, fantasy football. Hey, Tyreek Hill's 27. I mean, he's he's basically dirt, too. You know what I mean? I'm really, we should be looking at Elijah Moore as a hey, top three. Can you three be careful throwing that word huh? dirt around? I'm still getting used to, like, being almost 30, so I need you to take it down a notch. I'm oh sorry Lord. if I don't feel empathy for the almost 30-year-old. Well, you sh- did you remember shit. what it felt when you were almost 30? Do you remember what it felt like? You're over 30 okay. with that head of hair, Jake. You got nothing to complain about. <laughs> uh, True I story. That. I appreciate you. I answered one way on the show sheet. Is it okay if I pivot right now live on the show? Is that okay with everybody? Because I thought of something. I it's Live <laughs> don't the roll your eyes at me, Dustin. Live uh, the moment. I Adam Thielen was somebody that I got in like legit arguments with people on Twitter over uh, over the off season, and he's done legitimately exactly what I thought he would do, and then some. He's like wide receiver ten on the season. He's got eight nine touchdowns uh, already halfway to fourteen. So. He's doing exactly what I drafted him to do. He's still getting the targets in the red zone like I thought that he would. Um, And I accidentally panic picked him in Scott Fishbowl at like wide receiver eight. But it's it's I it's turning out fine right now. We're on trajectory for greatness. So that's what that's what I'm thankful for. Mr. Adam Thielen. Too many touchdowns in the man. I'm that guy. I'll say it. It's the same thing I said with Joe Mixon. I'm the guy who was like down on him. So you can direct all of your your vitriol towards me. I was like, Adam Thielen, he's also dirt. And he's never going to do another (laughs) thing in this league. That was a good pick. We got Debo. We got freaking Adam Thielen. I'm really curious, Dustin, to see what you're going to go with here i hope it's i hope it's more sentimental than mike's i i don't know if i could be more sentimental than that i mean that was oh yeah i'm not even gonna touch me in the feels right here i'm pointing at my heart if you guys can't see that on camera (laughs) i can feel it (laughs) just just for you know clarity there just just in case you guys were wondering where i was actually pointing to Um, where you were feeling it yeah that's right (laughs) where you're feeling yourself okay No, I, I'm thankful. Uh, I'm just going to brag about it. I'm thankful that I only have one loss in my one my one league. Uh, that that the trades I made in this last off season are all turning out extremely well in my favor, uh, which is going to propel me to a championship at this point. So I, I'm just very thankful about that. Question. What trades do you ask? Oh, <laughs> I, <laughs> that was not going to be my question. But you go on. You go I did, on. I did trade for Debo in this off season. I traded for Cortland Sutton. I, he's disappointed a little bit, but uh, I'm still really excited to have him. I traded for Dallas Goddard, and I traded for Zeke Elliott all this offseason, and it's all working out exactly how I'd planned it. Okay. My actual question was going to be, is this the same team and the same league that you piss and moan about every Sunday as we're watching the games because you're losing by like five points and you're like I can't let go of my one loss team that's right and look at I pulled out another great victory with that uh, Austin Eckler uh, performance so yeah I'm loving every second of it I'm so thankful for it maybe the griping is the mojo that that team needs (laughs) to continue to excel it sure as hell ain't working in my other leagues that's for sure (laughs) What are you uh, thankful for? I, I'm thankful that Cam Newton's back and playing NFL football. Maybe not as as thankful as he is, uh, but I'm pretty thankful that he's back here because he's a. He, I've had my moments with him, like a love hate relationship. There's times where I've hated him more than I've loved him, but I'm definitely in the love phase right now. I love that he's super fantasy relevant. Uh, I love that his. Rest of the season matchups are probably enough to win you a championship, potentially. I'm just excited. I'm excited that Cam uh, Fig Newton is back into our lives. I think his kids call him Fig. Does he have kids? Yeah. Yeah, I hope they do. Yeah. I hope they do call him Fig. Yeah. Mm. I would. Figs? Papa Fig Newton. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, God. They're getting kicked out of school. And they're like, 
Stop pushing me. Papa Figs is going to come wreck you. <laughs> uh, I, I, Everyone I'm should sure know that's Jake. what I'll be calling him from now on. But. I'll say that's the only way we can uh, uh, talk about him on the show, Jake, now is just Papa Figs. Papa Figs, done. Papa Figs. Yeah. Let's let's make that. What's that thing TM. where you can type into like a Word document, you know, and then like whatever you were meant to type, it would automatically switch it to a different thing. Does anybody know what I'm Microsoft talking about? Word? <laughs> yes. But the thing in Microsoft, oh, you're you're a tech guy, JL. You'll know this. You're right. Like you're supposed let's say you're gonna type the word leaf, but you can program it that anytime somebody types the word leaf, it actually corrects to, I don't know, Papa Figs. Isn't that Mom, an option? Sure. Yeah, you just, you, yeah. it's autocorrect. It's autocorrect, Jay. Yeah, but I don't know how to make it autocorrect <laughs> to the thing that I want it corrected to. I guess that's my question. Okay. So let's move on. What's one thing you hope to be thankful for when your fantasy season comes to a close here? Let's mm. start with, Jake, why don't we start with you? Sure. Let's get my lame ass answer out of the way. I just want to dominate Dustin in our home league. And I have to squeak into our playoffs to do this because I'm currently sitting at five and six. But if I win out, I know that I'll get in and then I'll just I'll just decimate you. I will just I will jump on your back and I will (laughs) ride you into the ground in the most PG way that I can think of. No, honestly, I I just hope that I can get into the playoffs. Uh, The home league is, it doesn't matter how many other leagues I'd ever join. And I've joined far too many this year, but it doesn't matter how many I'm in. It is always the home league that is the most important by default. Like I cannot stand the ridicule, the ridicule and just losing in that fucking league. So I just really need to get into the playoffs. So I feel, I feel better about myself. You know what I mean? I feel that. I agree about home leagues, like by far the most important. I have three. One is like the same people, but one is a snake draft and one is an auction draft. And then I have a separate one with some uh, college friends. And I am losing viciously, just bad everywhere in all three of them. And my biggest like nemesis, a bit like Mike and JL has texted me after both wins and been like, this is just like tradition at this point. I always beat you, which is not true, by the way, because I've won one of them. (laughs) But it hurts every time. It hurt twice as much this week because my team scored like 60 points and he scored like 170. So it's going pretty well. Um, (laughs) But I am hopeful that Justin Herbert... He's been a little inconsistent in terms of like week to week. He's QB five on the season. I said though, at the beginning of the year and like in the off season that I wouldn't be surprised if he outscored Patrick Mahomes. So that's like, I'm like really manifesting that right now. I think he can still, Mm -hmm. he can still do it. Patrick Mahomes has had a down year. Yeah, it's only well, seven and, points behind them right now. And so their bye week is this week. Like Justin Herbert's already threw his bye mm-hmm. week too. So, but he's looking that got me laughed off the app. So I'd like that to happen. Did they really laugh you off the app? No, like they could never. The, uh, never. Like with leaving. the gifts and whatnot. Was it all just laughing <laughs> gifts that come at you? No, Mike's really the only one that hits me with gifts anymore, and I appreciate it every time. Yeah, Dustin, we know that he hits everybody all the time with gifts. How do we know That's this? Right. We were looking to make the uh, the little uh, thing, the the poster for the show, if you will, like the little, you know, that has all of our faces. The graphic. On it. It's like, yeah, the graphic. It's a graphic, graphic Again, I don't know Microsoft <laughs> Word. Is that where you find those? But Mike is the only one out of us who doesn't have his face in his Twitter handle. And we're like, well, we want his face on there. Right. So how do we find his face? We'll go to his Twitter page. We'll look at his media and we'll just scroll because it's going to happen eventually where we find a picture of his face. No, there's so many gifts. All same. You could probably scroll less far on my page to find a picture of Mike's face, like legitimately. (laughs) (laughs) Probably correct. Yeah. Notice for next time. Yeah. Mike, what's your favorite gift of all time? Oh, man. So I have a. 
Let me think. I think the what do we think, Lynn? Is it the oh shit one? I, I like uh, I'll pee on your pillow is my I'll favorite. pee on your pillow, yeah. Personally. So that's always a good one. <laughs> I do drop that a lot more than is appropriate. Uh sometimes to people who don't understand why. Uh, which is hilarious to me. But yeah, I'll pee on your pillow shouldn't exist, but it, it is spectacular. <laughs> it's a, It makes me laugh every time. So for that reason, it gets my vote. I do love that one. But also when I see two random people fighting on Twitter, like even if I don't know them, I will drop a gift that says like, oh shit, oh shit. And then I'll just walk <laughs> away. Because um, we were talking on the text that I invite myself to random people's conversations and say inappropriate stuff and then just leave as if somehow I was invited to do such things. Uh, and it, it's, it's my favorite. Um, so yeah. So if you ever see me jump into one of your conversations, it's cool. It's, it's my thing. I think it was Mike Liu and I forget who else were talking about um, football player. And one of them said that Daniel Jones wasn't gritty. So I just jumped into the conversation and said, you show me a white player who's not gritty and I'll show you someone who's sneaky athletic. And then I walked away. And that was my only <laughs> contribution to the conversation. <laughs> and that, and then I went on about my day. I'm not sure if they commented back. I haven't checked. Um, but it made me happy to just jump in and out of a conversation. It was like warping. You know what I mean? Like quantum leap. Oh. Like I came in to save the day. And then I jumped right back out before future Mike saw me and then worlds collided and my kids were erased from a picture. I think I confused quantum leap and back to the future, but somehow it all worked out. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, I love this God. entire world built around posting a GIF in a Twitter thread. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh, First it's of all, you said GIF and I'm concerned immediately. Don't. Nope, you, said, right. you said with a J. Just, just don't. Jake, oh. is it because if if your name was GL, would you pronounce it differently? Let's oh be honest. God. Would you call it GIF then? Huh? If you I'll call it GIF. if you call it GIF, I'm calling you Gone Luke. That's it. We are fighting. <laughs> Those are the same letters. You're right. Yeah. Oh, I know. We're just, we're going to completely mispronounce everything. We're so clever with the things that we do. Guys, oh, show me. Sounding out has never worked in the English language ever, by the way. So I'm not sure why we take, like, why the uproar is over that specific, whatever, <laughs> like, the dot, gif, gif ish, issue. Like, let's argue about baloney. I would much rather <laughs> yeah. argue How the hell do we about, get like, baloney? hamster. Why is there a P? You know, there are, I think there are more pressing issues in the English language than gif and gif. That's just but, my opinion. But, but if you Can call I, it gif... Then you actually have to call it graphics. Do you call it graphics like graphics? I literally Park? don't because know what the G I call is for it. graphics. <laughs> so you can't call it GIF and not call it giraffe, which is spectacular because I kind of want to call it that now too. I hate. You know to what? Burst I changed my mic. mind. It's definitely GIF. <laughs> I hate to burst your bubble, Mike. It is actually the G is for generated, which is different. Gosh, dang it! You were right. Was well, it? Whatever. It doesn't matter. You're still wrong. Shut up. Even though they still on, for stuff. <laughs> can I can I share an invention idea that uh, Maria's dad and I have have come up with related to that? Hamster. Do you want to give it to the entire world? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Patent? It's, it's patented. Hamsters. Okay. Hampers shaped like hamsters. And you call hamsters. them hamsters. <laughs> I don't come think in all different colors. Steal it? No, you're good. Tell you? you're good. The I, pattern was I, unnecessary. They can't. I have the pattern. <laughs> it was unnecessary. Okay, first of all, I I have to step in on JL's behalf here. Have you fuckers seen Etsy lately? Do you understand the type of products that make like millions of dollars? I think this is like a quad million dollar idea at a minimum. Thank you, thank you, Jake. <laughs> Dude, my cousin wraps presents for other families for money at Christmas time. Oh, wow. What? I'm at the are they good? Are they good? Like, what? feeling baskets. Why? Yeah, they're pretty, but like the fuck. I actually, I would, I would, I would pay someone to wrap gifts for me. I hate it. Oh, man, like hate the it. oblong That's gifts. Why like the all of any, any of them, like any of them. One because I never do Should've it right. Two, and two, yeah. it's just, it's just a pain in the ass. Do you want to do a flashback? Uh, I used to wrap gifts in the center of the mall when I was a kid. That was my job. They made me wear a bow tie and a cummerbund because apparently wrapping gifts is a semi-formal activity. And I would stand in the middle of the mall and I would wrap presents and sell lottery tickets. Why do I feel like Mike would be the type of guy who's like, oh yeah, I used to wrap gifts in the center of the mall and like he just calls like his verses gifts. 
He's like, here, let me give you a gift real quick. And then he just spits some bars in the middle of uh, Mall of America. <laughs> Presents and lottery tickets is a hell of a combo. I, I didn't do that, but now I want to. <laughs> Maybe I go get my old job back. Please do. I would love you to do live stream uh, you you doing that. With, the cummerbund has to be the emphasis, though. The cummerbund has to be the focal point of every video. It was really nice. It was like it looked like it had paint swaths on it. Like remember when you have like black, but you have like blue swaths on it, like when that used to be the style. So that was what the bow tie and the cummerbund looked like. And the shirt was a tuxedo shirt because it had little uh, like pleats or whatever in the center. Um, yeah, and and surprisingly enough, I never got my ass kicked after work. I, yeah, I Mike, stop! Have. You're making me you're making me all excited over here talking like that. Jeez. Yeah, it, I was basically a few buttons away from being a Chippendales dancer, but instead I wrapped presents. <laughs> oh my god dustin what the fuck were we talking about <laughs> i don't know what what we're hope, hoping to be thankful hamsters for? oh there we go hamsters, hamsters. yeah yeah tm <laughs> i don't i don't even know where we were at all right jl well i was gonna i was gonna say hamsters but since i already used that material i'll move on to my next one it's Mike Williams. I hope that Mike Williams comes back so that I can gloat again because it just, the limelight, it just wasn't enough. The euphoria of the first five weeks of the season, it wasn't enough for me. I need Mike Williams back. He's been sitting on my dynasty bench for years now. I've been watching him since college and I need him to come back and be as good as he is. I'm hoping he does. He looked good this past week. He did. Uh, in like in garbage one time. play, yes. Yes, that one play was fantastic. <laughs> hey, okay, it's Mike. Justin Herbert. So you and Linda both really want the same thing. Let's be honest. Exactly. Perfect. Manifest with me. I got you. I'm with you too. I've got I've got a bunch of shares of Williams as well. So um, I'll help you both manifest. Does Mike Williams eventually and actually overtake Keenan Allen as the top producer on well, the team? Well, eventually no? Keenan Allen will, of course, suffer the effects Die. of old age. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Long, like so. to yes. this year, absolutely not. But well, yeah. And Mike Williams is going to leave after the season anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And go he's going to get his fat contract. He'll be on the Giants and be Kenny Galladay, and you guys will all be depressed. Sorry. That is depressing. <laughs> Don't you I'll put be that fine evil. as long as I get Justin <laughs> Herbert somebody to throw to. <laughs> you can have Tyrell Williams back. Is that fair? <laughs> the, the gazelle. No, what the? F- the I don't. I'm not a Chargers fan. I just want Justin Herbert to have people to throw to. Okay. I'm way too much Justin Herbert. <laughs> Mike, go. Oh man, what do I hope happens? I hope everything stays the same because, I mean, geez, I. Where do I start? I'm I'm first in Scott Fish's Pigs Three League, uh, in the same division as Sal Lido and Scott Fish. Not you know whatever it happens. Um, you know I'm I'm second overall in Ryan McDowell's Kitchen Sink League. Both the first time I've been in their league, probably regretting inviting me. So I'm really good at this, and I'm 54th overall in the Fishbowl. Not not like in my division, like uh, Jail was saying, but I mean like overall out of the thousands of people that play in this, uh, you know I am in the top half of the top 100 of the league. No, the math was wrong, just short of that. But anyway, um, so what I want to do is keep being me, uh, which apparently is going to win a lot of money and a lot of championships. And then what I will do is I will take all those championships and I'll take all that money and I will create a supply chain to develop hamsters and I will sell them. Son of a bitch. No, you have, you have, you, you will see. And I will, you will label see me in court from, from the <laughs> fishbowl champion himself. Welcome to my hamsters. And he's going to spell it with them. two P's instead of <laughs> one. You have no idea how high no, I can fly. No, double hamsters. It's going to be amazing. We're going to actually sell different types of things. Like what Not we're going to do is we're going to we're, we're take, we're going to take hamster water things, but that's going to be the actual soap. That you put into the into the washing machine. Bet you didn't think of that. And you know what the spin oh, cycle is going to look like? A hamster wheel. Yeah, we are going to have all different things. The laundry chute is going to be one of those tubes the hamster walks through. So you actually just shove, just shove the hamster down the tube into the washing machine, into the spin cycle. He's having fun. We're having fun. Etsy's making bank, and I retire. Um, you want 
That you know what? what I hope, you hey, what? you shut your mouth. You had your it's chance. Not to even talk. number one. You had I'll your chance to talk. Some more Someone ideas from my list boom. here. Number one: spaghetti confetti. Figure that one out. <laughs> Invisalign suspenders. Did you say Invisalign suspenders? Invisalign suspenders. Toilet, buddy. It's a net that sits in your toilet that collects the things you drop in there. Real life closed captioning. <laughs> Elder Scouts. Adventure knows no age. See, Mike, try and take hamsters. I don't care. No, I will. I will take hamsters and I will make it a multi-million dollar company. You'll oh see. Oh, my God. You'll see. Uh, I don't actually know if any of the leagues I'm, I'm playing in are for money. I, I stopped paying attention. Um, so that might come short of funding. Uh, so we may start a Kickstarter uh, if those are still a thing. I know they were in the 90s. I don't know if they are now. I don't actually know when they were a thing. But I feel like people would give people money to do things, and I would like them to do that. <laughs> in our Dynasty League, which I believe Linda and Mike. Fi- fi- oh, I'm sorry. I'm you guys like well. Mike, Are Are, are you not – Jail, are you not in the standings? Hold on, are you not in the fishbowl? 54th overall. Fishbowl, I've never heard of it. Yeah, because you're (laughs) you probably just stopped playing because you're awful. You know who else never got in in the fishbowl? This guy, ninth round. Only what I built him was a better home, something you couldn't give him, loser. I built him a family that he could thrive with. You just brought him down to your basement. You, he's scared to go to school because your neighborhood is crap. And I brought him to the penthouse, baby, like different strokes for any of you 80s kids. I gave him the life he deserved. Your sleeper is living in my penthouse now. <laughs> oh my god someone needs to clip the entire last 10 minutes of this oh and publish it well dustin <laughs> what do you what? want to talk about <laughs> what 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 i hope i'm thankful for here uh i i am i'm hopeful that i can be thankful that I beat all of I beat you, Jake, in all of our off-season beer bets, uh, and I want to see you pay them all off at once. And it's going to be a great show and a great after a show. Die? Yeah, die on air for this well, podcast. Not, not we'll do a lot of things. Anything for the content. That's right. <laughs> Got to stay on. That brand. would get some clicks. Please that subscribe. Would definitely go viral. <laughs> I think I think we should agree right now to make a lot more off-season beer bets than we have. Yeah, we'll make it happen. All right. Er, early New Year's Good. resolution for us for the show. I like it. Okay. Have we have we officially wrapped this? Has everybody said what they their piece? Okay, great. Because now I have some non-fantasy questions to ask each yeah. of our guests here. JL, you, you are our resident <laughs> gamer. You are our resident game maestro. So which board game would you refuse to play with your family at the holidays? Let's say this Thanksgiving, you're sitting around, you're all full from the turkey. They pull out whatever they have in their arsenal of games. What, what do you not want to see? Well, I will be full from the turkey, but mashed potatoes, yes, I will most likely implode. This was actually a tough question. I I had a hard time answering it because I will play pretty much any game. I mean, I've built an entire brand around turning nonsense into games, uh, turning the most ridiculous things into competitions. But I settled on Monopoly because Monopoly is a garbage game, in the words of my best friend and co-host, Simon Grunewald. Uh, it is for stupid garbage people, and it is garbage game, and it's not fun. And so that is the the game I'm choosing I refuse to play it with my family, but really the truth is I refuse to play it with anyone because it's not fun and it takes a long time and it's poorly designed. Fuck you, Monopoly. <laughs> wow. Well, there goes our Ooh. Hasbro endorsement. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, wow. <laughs> and you're safe for kids. I'll reimburse like, you. <laughs> JL, I, here we go. Here's a question. Monopoly? Eh? Strip poker. The, the feast is over. Which one are you subjecting yourself to with, with the family? Easy. easy. <laughs> we play strip poker every Christmas. It's strip poker. It's tradition. Megan's strip poker. Dish. Oh. It's like 
Grandma started. <laughs> she was an immigrant. Oh she didn't really understand. <laughs> she didn't understand the rules. Okay, Mike. Mike. What's up? What's up? Sandwich expert? Question uh-huh. mark. We'll see. No, we'll see at I, the end I, of this. No, we'll see at the end of this. That's for me to decide. I have control of the spreadsheet, Mike. I have control of the spreadsheet. What is your... It's still view only for me. I can't even type. (laughs) (laughs) It's requested access 84 times. (laughs) I just keep getting ignored. (laughs) Please. I would have made notes. I just can't. This was a conscious decision by the podcast. And we stand by it. Mike, what is your what is your ideal Thanksgiving sandwich? Um, so you take your slices of turkey, you take some stuffing, you take some cranberry sauce, you take some mayonnaise, and you take Wonder Bread. Don't go getting fancy with some kind of ciabatta crap. And, and here, hear me out because this is how this rolls, right? So the first thing you do is you take the Wonder Bread, put it on the plate. Boom, one piece of Wonder Bread on the plate. You line it with turkey slices. You want them even because that stuff, if it clumps, can get dry, not going to do it, right? You take a handful of stuffing. We don't use utensils. You take a handful and you squish it in and you make it as the shape of the bread. So now what you have is you basically have a sandwich in and of itself because it, it's it's condensed. Then what you do is take the cranberry sauce. You throw that shit in the trash. Stop it. Stop it. Finally then you take the other nice. piece. Then you take the other piece of Wonder Bread and it's just sitting there, right? And it's saying, hey, what about me? I want to join the party. And of course it does. But the first thing you have to do is lube that up. So you're going to make little stripes of mayonnaise. Stripes. Stripe it. You want to paint it nicely. Then you put it on top. But what you have to do, the key to every Thanksgiving sandwich, I want you to listen up. There is one key to every Thanksgiving sandwich that makes or breaks it. And that is the handprint. If you don't have a handprint on the top of your Thanksgiving sandwich, you done messed up. You press that thing down and you squish it. You squish it down as if it is someone who's taunting you for your height and you think you can shrink them by three inches. Like you put your elbow into it. I want it coming down almost like a sweat covered panini by the time you're done. Right. Like you want it pressed and mashed. You cut that thing diagonally because you're not a heathen. And then you go at it from the corner and you march your way down to the magic. But what you do, though, make sure that middle piece. That middle piece is last. You eat your way around the edges, okay? And gentlemen, listen up. Be better. Don't just dive in. Edge first. What, Linda? Sorry, I thought. Sorry, I got confused. Nope. We talked about sandwiches. My bad. Um, so, so. I don't think we are, Mike. I don't think we're talking about sandwiches. <laughs> so, so, so you. <laughs> you want to get to the point where the last bite is a perfect array, a cornucopia, if you will, of flavors. And you pop that thing in, and then you go take your nap. That's what we do. <laughs> Terrific. I mean, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Mike. What happened? Sorry, I blacked out. Was that, was that not the question? I thought that was the question. Oh, my God. No, but wow. now I know how to... <clears throat> How to please the misses after this. So thank you for that very impressive yeah, tutorial. The hand prints. Jesus. I'm I i do not think I'm gonna use the verbiage of you know the sweaty elbow mix that you brought in there, but the rest of it sounded great. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the pieces that I word for word I like and apply. He's just gonna play yeah, play back the episode out loud. <laughs> Pretend to move, his, move his lips, pretend that Tim talking. Half speed. All right. <laughs> Linda, Linda, let's get away from this for the love of God. Which is better, a turkey leg or Nick Folk's leg? First of all, I don't think it's the pivot you anticipated it was going to be after the conversation that we just <laughs> had with Mike. <laughs> um, <clears throat> that being said, I don't like to eat meat off of bones. Because it makes me feel like barbaric, so I don't eat turkey legs. I like turkey breast, and uh, like like the I don't eat dark meat with the. I just don't. I don't know. I don't like eating off bones. Freaks me out. I don't eat ribs unless it's with a fork. Um, people don't like that about me, but 
We're just exposing ourselves. Look at Mike's face. He is <laughs> Mike is upset. Don't worry about but that. His face Nick. always looks like that. It's fine. <laughs> so for me, Nick Folk. But I do need to address two elephants in the room, A or one, whichever counting system you prefer. JL, Monopoly is not as bad as you make it out to be. If you can't win and you're not good at Monopoly, just say that. You I didn't say like, I couldn't win. I did not say I, mean, I could not win. Yeah, because you spent five minutes going on about how bad it is. It's it is I game. I win it all the time, so it's one of my favorite games. And Makes Mike, sense. Game of chance. putting mayonnaise on your stuffing should be a fucking arrestable offense. Okay, I am tell, tell me, offended. Tell me you've never had the perfect Thanksgiving sandwich without telling me you've never had the perfect Thanksgiving sandwich. Oh, don't you start with me. Okay, listen, this is like me talking about kickers. It's just wrong. (laughs) You're out of line. You like Nick Folk? I do like Nick Folk. I don't need mayonnaise because I have turkey gravy, okay? I don't need mayonnaise. Oh, no. The moist maker? Huh? Right? That extra gravy-soaked piece of bread in the middle? You know what I'm talking about. Listen, I don't. I can't tell the difference between what what is talking about food and what's talking about sex, and I'm scared. <laughs> Every single time, we gotta get out. We need to abort the sandwich talk. No more sandwich talk. You even put here. mashed potatoes on it. You make a shit Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. That's all I'm, I'm sorry. No, what you do is you Wrap make a mess up. of yourself. Ooh. You make a mess of yourself. Okay, I hope you know where the shirt you enjoy because what you just got was sloppy. Yeah. Well, everybody knows, Mike, that you eat your Thanksgiving sandwich in the bathtub by yourself so that you can just rinse everything off as it happens. Do you, do you want me crying on my sandwich? Because that's what I do in the bathtub. Okay, so. <laughs> hey, a little bit extra salt never hurt that sandwich, especially it might cut through that fucking mayonnaise disaster that you've created for yourself there. Uh, the uh, being uh, yes, mayonnaise bath. By a bunch of amateurs is embarrassing. <laughs> This Did is, Jay this just is, say fatty ass mayonnaise bath? I said cl- cloudy ass mayonnaise bath. <laughs> oh, Probably drink okay. it, drink it after before he gets out. Takes a little. Oh, I'm sorry, you, you you health nuts covering shit and gravy. I'm sorry, I didn't realize that that's getting your back. Fucking mayonnaise is better. Mayonnaise is better, Mike. Listen, we have gravy with the dinner, and then you <sighs> mix it up. You guys are just yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The gravy is already mm -mm, no, because the gravy is all over my mashed potatoes stuffing and turkey already, and then I just shove that shit in a roll. I understand how that sounded, (laughs) and eat it. (laughs) We heard it. Oh, this is just. Friendships are getting ruined here. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I hated jail to begin with, but now it's like all of you. (laughs) You stand for nothing. You fall for anything, Dustin. That's true. Justin likes mayonnaise on his stuffing. Okay. That's no, I do. <laughs> Don't you put that on me? Oh my god! No, <laughs> Dustin, do we want to move on to our starts of the week? Oh, I suppose. Oh, I'm thoroughly Ooh. enjoying this little mini segment we had going on here. That was <laughs> fucking terrific. So yeah, uh, we'll we'll go back to fantasy football talk here since this is a fantasy show, I guess. Um, so our start of the weeks, uh, Jake and I recap last week's start of the weeks here. So Jake, you took David Montgomery versus Baltimore and he finishes RB 22 with 7.7 points. I'm going to have to give you a thumbs down on that one. That's a mediocre at best. And then I had DJ Moore versus the Washington football team finishes RB 20 with 16 points. Again, not a great showing at RB 20 or RB wide receiver 20. Jake, can we do better this week? Yeah, we can. And you know what? We fucking will. That's right. That? So, Jake, start with you. Who's your start of the week? It's Gronk. It's fucking Gronk, you guys. As the biggest Gronk hater in the last year and a half of Twitter, I have to eat some crow here and say that this dude is, is good. Before last night's game, the Monday night game, I haven't checked since, but he was tight end three in points per game. He's probably higher now. Because he, again, did Gronk things last night. And he plays Indy. That's not a scary matchup. People might just be looking at him like, he's missed so much time. 
and maybe the person oh my god that all came out at once from the <laughs> devil's soul in me uh but people might be thinking you know he missed so much time and they might have dropped him because they couldn't afford to hang on to him if they didn't have an ir spot so if gronk is somehow some way out there for you like obviously go pick him up but he's he's my number one tight end for the week yeah and he is currently tight end three in points per game so you're you were correct there jake uh, this time so yeah like that all right the only sandwich sandwich expert you go next yeah that's me uh so i i pride myself on being original being different um not just being you know a part of the echo chamber and, and people are going to give you all these trash takes about these guys oh i think they're going to be good you should probably start austin eckler yeah stupid stop it just stop it but here we go ready so i'm going to give you a preview into the best weekly article that comes out at least last week's, I wrote the first one. I haven't done them previous weeks, but anyway, they've been good. Um, so this week, your start of the week is Mr. Ty Johnson. Yep, take it all in. Take it all in. We're dumpster diving today. This man's going up against Houston. He is an absolute firecracker. He is a firecracker. He is explosive. And now with Michael Carter having an ouchie, he's going to take off. He is going to light up the Houston Texans and just make them look silly. He will finish in your top 10 running backs. And guess what? Your league mates will be impressed because those fools don't even know who he is. Pick him up, start him, play him. You're welcome. Daddy's winning you money. Send it to my Kickstarter. Appreciate y'all. Wow, that start of the week is so deep down into the dumpster. We might actually find your sandwich as we're rooting around for it. Ooh, goddamn heathen. Probably a of liquid. God damn. I, I was like, I am not trying to piss Jake off. That was intense. <laughs> that was just mean. <laughs> Hurt my feelings. <laughs> Hurt my feelings for you. Yeah, same here. God Jake. <laughs> All right, That's Linda. Bad. Why don't you give us your start of the week? Oh, this is going to kick me in the ass, but it's Darnell Mooney. I think after the week he had before his bye week, followed by what he was able to do last week, even with the quarterback, uh, whatever the hell that's happening with the Bears against Detroit. I just think Darnell Mooney always has that chance to have a big game, and we're starting to see it a little bit more consistency from a target standpoint, so... I'm 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 gonna start him because I drafted him and I want him to be good and it's gonna definitely buy me in the ass. So probably don't start him for sure. Yeah, that was disappointing to see all those points on my bench this last week. It really made me super sad. The one time that I probably should have started him, had the feeling to, and then just didn't. And <sighs> would you say was is he a top is he a top twenty-five receiver this week? Uh, yeah i'll say i'll say he's a wide i say i'll say that yeah i can get behind that are we doing like, okay. i'll second that yeah. i know that's just it's just a fun number to throw out it doesn't really mean anything you know there could be like 18 guys that all score like 0.3 away from each other and then that 25 number actually doesn't mean anything but just <laughs> yeah. in case it does i want you to be able to clip this out later and be like motherfuckers i told you top 25 <laughs> my like unsure ass just like oh maybe <laughs> like look i called it <laughs> all right my start of the week it's michael gallup it's michael gallup he plays on thursday thanksgiving day he's playing the raiders Dallas is seven and a half point favorites in this game over under set at 50.5. And somebody has to score all those points. Somebody it's, it's him. It's Dalton Schultz. It's maybe CD lamb, but he's doubtful, but yeah, Gallup and, and Schultz uh, will be the main pass catchers here in this offense. Gallup saw 10 targets this past week, uh, which was the highest on the team. I'm, this is a volume play. I'm, I'm happily starting Michael Gallup this week uh, against the Raiders. I do legit love, love that. Um, I think I'm the only one that hasn't gone here. So I've got Miles Sanders going against the Giants this week. Um, he looked good coming back from his injury last week, first game back. The Eagles have become much more run heavy for some reason in his absence, and I'm glad to see that continue um, when he came back. So, yeah, and the Giants' defense is just awful. They're in the bottom of the league, so... Fire him up. He's going to do amazing this week. Yeah, it's going to be Jalen Hurts. Can we talk about something else now? This show is going really bad for me, and I'm angry. <laughs> I I demand to be in the top row, or else I'm going to start making a scene. 
<laughs> what are you trying to make a scene? What call the last hour and 12 minutes? <laughs> I, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> um, there's only one question left, I think, for this show before we get out of here, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Right? I and think it's, so. And it's, do we make a beer bet? Well, the obvious answer is yes, we do. Okay, but, but I, I think uh, it's on you this week to make it. It, it is, and I I have one. My question is, who wants to participate in this beer bet for the week? All all five of us can hypothetically make this work. I've never I'll lost play. a beer bet on this show, so I'm in. I'll play. Ooh. Mike. Ooh. All right, Linda's definitely in. Mike, we'll, we'll decide at the end if we let you in. <laughs> JL, do you want to participate <laughs> in the beer bet in. for the week? All right, everybody's in. Okay, here's what I want to do, because you all said that you're going to do it, so you can't back out now. We all have to choose. What we typically do is we pick one game, and then we pick one position that's head-to-head. And then we have to choose who we want out of that head-to-head. So I'm doing this this week, because you know what? I've heard too much bullshit trash talk about the Thursday games and how people don't want to watch it because Thursday is going to suck. Well, you know what? We're all going to bet on the Thursday bears and lions game. And it's not going to be, it's not going to be wide receiver versus wide receiver. It's not going to be running back versus running back. Yeah. It's going to be motherfucking quarterback quarterback versus versus motherfucking quarterback quarterback here. Hypothetically, hypothetically, because I want to leave an out for people. It seems like Jared Goff is actually going to start, not Tim Boyle, based on reports today, which makes it, you know, a little bit less fun, but I still want to do it. Let's just say Lions quarterback versus Bears quarterback, whoever that may be. Who wants that? Dustin, we'll obviously start with you because you you get to choose. Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. You know, I just got a I got a sneaking suspicion. I'm going to go with Andy Dalton. I'm going to take the Bears quarterback. All right. All right. Uh, JL, who are you going with here? Give me the, the Bears quarterbacks. Shit, son. All right. Maybe this was too game. easy. Maybe yeah. this was too easy. Linda, who are you picking? So, I'm also going uh, Andy Dalton. What have I done to myself? Mike? It's obviously the Bears. you get the Lions. Lions. All right, buddy. I'm taking it. And I expect to see all four of you posting video representation when the Lions quarterback, Tim Boyle, hopefully, maybe, or Jared Goff, just destroys that Khalil Mackless Bears team on Thursday. And you can all choke on your chicken legs (laughs) or your turkey legs. Well, Linda doesn't eat off a bone, so that won't even happen. I'm, I'm nope. Gucci. Yep. Obviously, what happens here, if the four-person side wins, I have to take four shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, next week's show is so, going to be terrific. <clears throat> maybe wait. I didn't think this through. All four, all three should of have gone like that. Jets, Falcons, and their running backs. The Jets, Falcons game is a sick, sicko game of the week for me. Texans. No. Who are the yeah, Jets the, playing this week? The Texans. What are they playing? Say? The Texans. The Fal- well, they're always Falcons playing against themselves. To be fair, Falcons and Jaguars. <laughs> I'm except my Jays. It's fine. No, that's fair. I just, it's I mean, driving. I did a whole start sit thing on it like just four minutes earlier. I'm happy you listened. <laughs> now my feelings are hurt. <laughs> just distracted by the mayonnaise, like most of us were, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. I really have something. Yeah, about I. It. I I literally am going to send you all pictures of it, like all over my grill, <laughs> just like living life to the fullest. My if it ain't you life. in a bathtub, I ain't opening that thing. I'm telling you right <laughs> if now. It's, if it's me in a bathtub, it's because I'm crying and I need more therapy than a sandwich. I just need you to tell me I'm pretty and, and things will be okay. Okay. Well, you can come back on this show anytime and get that reassurance. So. <laughs> <sighs> I'm dreading this. Just a man already full of regret. <laughs> Is that an Inception quote, Jake? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Most things are. <laughs> you didn't know that's his favorite movie? Dustin, do you want to get us the hell out of here? 
I don't know how I can. I just feel like we got to keep this going as long as it'll go. But yeah, we'll, we'll get out of here. Monologue. <laughs> <laughs> I've said my piece, sir. Before we get out of here, uh, I do want to give our weekly reminder. Go out and check your waiver wire here when your waivers drop for drop players because you never know who is going to be dropped out there uh, with with your uh, fellow league mates tilting over injuries or bye weeks so make sure you go scour your waiver wire check those transaction logs uh, and bye weeks this week we've only got two arizona and kc so please don't start any of those fantasy relevant players because they will get you zero points and that is the opposite of what we should be doing here in fantasy football let's go around one time give our guests the floor tell us where people can find you, what you're about, all those good things. I suppose any sandwich-related commentary you want to give would be fine as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, Linda, I am going to start with you, though, first this time. I, I can do I can do about myself. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lindellians, and from there find all my projects. The My kicker tiers are in Matthew Berry's newsletter every week. You can find that at MB, I think it's MB Fantasy on Twitter, and Cooter Doodle runs that account, so it's super fun. And I'm going to be on Front Yard Fantasy the day after Thanksgiving, yes. so you can catch JL and I again at the end of the week. Yes, nice. finally. JL? Yes, as Linda said, uh, co-founder of Front Yard Fantasy. We had a game show that we do every, every weekday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. We take popular game show games or Jackbox games, turn them, make them about fantasy football. It is a good time. It is about it is about the level of off the rails that this show was. Uh, maybe more on some days, especially when Mike is on. Uh, we did do a sandwich tiers. You can find that where we all just argued, uh, talking about sandwiches, ranking t- sandwiches. I think that was the beginning of the hatred uh, between Mike and I. Yeah, you find me fr- Front Yard Fantasy on YouTube or find me on Twitter at FYF John Luke. All right. And then the true star of the show, Mike. I think you can find me on Twitter at Daddy's Home FF saying things that will probably somehow offend you. And I'm not going to apologize. It's what I do. Uh, you can find me on Hanging with Daddy on the DLF YouTube site. You can find all my trash talk articles, including my not so sexy start and sit on the Trophy Smack Smack Zone. Uh, what else do I, that's pretty much it. Yeah, other than that, I, I just mess with people online and I make memes. Uh, I'm a self-proclaimed meme god, so enjoy the one today. It's about Mad Nagy. It's great. It makes me happy, uh, as does everyone here, uh, with the exception of one. I'm not going to tell you who. Uh, no, <laughs> you can always find me talking to these fools online. I love you guys. All right, and Jake? Uh, I'm foregoing mine. These people know where to find my dumbass hanging around. I just want to call out these are seriously some of my favorite people that I've ever encountered in this space. And having all three of them on the show was just a a chef's kiss of an experience. Legitimately, follow them at FYF John Luke, at Lindellians, at Daddy's Home FF, because you will not regret it. I, I second all that, Jake. Uh, yeah, this was a great way to kick off my Thanksgiving weekend since I do not work tomorrow. Thank you guys for all coming on. Uh, I had a blast tonight. It was awesome. Uh, please go out and uh, follow us on Twitter if you haven't so far at Drinking Fantasy. We are there for all of your fantasy football-related questions and the not-so-fantasy-football-related questions as well. We are here for everything. Probably not as good as sandwich takes as Mike, but we will give you our takes if you so choose. Uh, And until next week, folks, keep drinking and talking fantasy football. Cheers, FFers.